You're tuned into Nerd Overload, your spooky show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pumpkinick, Samantha Crossbones, Sam Dun Dun Dunham, and Josh Scarrison. <laughs> That's right, it's Halloween and it's time for another episode of Nerd Overload. Your spooky spot for all your pop culture and geek culture news and whatnot. And there's maybe a vampire, some skeletons. It's going to get real scary up it's in It's going to get real spooky. You'll want to get your mummy. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. I'm Cody. Oh boy, we have a spookily good show for you, <laughs> everybody. Uh, got some news to go over, but as as always, let's do some things we've been checking out. Wait, for is that a ghost? Did I hear a ghost? No? No. No, it wasn't a ghost. Okay. Okay, let's it wasn't a check ghost. It out. Okay. Did, did anybody do anything extra spooky scary for Halloween? Uh, I kind of did. I Well, I have a yearly tradition. I uh, watch <laughs> one, uh, one specific horror movie. I'm not really much of a horror movie guy. They just don't interest me all that much. But there is one that I watch every year, and that is Blackula. <laughs> no, don't laugh. Yeah. Uh, no, no, can't laugh. Yeah. No, it's um. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. But trust me, when I say this, it's a legitimately good movie. It actually has a quite a bit of depth, and I give that all to the actor um, William Marshall, who was a Shakespearean actor before he starred in the movie. Gone and, to the Cape, yes, so to speak. Yes, <laughs> and he added a, a bit of gravitas to the role that where it could have just been a campy, you know, seventies, you know, joke fest like so many of those other types of movies, I suppose. Yeah, but it actually uh, it was it could have been Dolomite Dracula. But, it could have yeah. been, but no, it actually it's actually pretty pretty decent. And also, you know, he was the king of cartoons on Pee Wee's Playhouse, so that always helps. Yeah, I mean, we watched the last. What well, half, half hour? About a half hour there. or so. Was, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it's, pr- it's surprisingly compelling for what it, it is. It was solid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do say that at one point. Yes, <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean that's pretty much been it. I finished Undertale, which I mean I guess had skeletons in it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, it's full of monsters. It is. Uh, good game. I'm yeah. looking forward to getting back into it and playing it the wrong way now that I've beaten it the right way. Um, I would I would seriously recommend everybody play it. Yeah. Like, it's that good. Like, even if you're not really that into video games or whatever, it's worth checking it out. Again, it has a really good story. And it's 10 bucks, so yeah. even if you don't like it, you know, you're not out a whole lot. I started playing the original System Shock for some reason. That's kind of a spooky game. Oh, yeah? Uh, they oh, just... man, the predecessor to Bioshock. Yeah. <laughs> they just re-released the original on Steam, the Enhanced Edition, which... It really just runs at a reasonable resolution and has mouse look, <laughs> ah, okay. but it's a good enough game that it holds up really well. And I mean, it's it's just a sweet game. Cool. It almost has like like a roguelike feel, like a except it's not randomly generated, but just the way that you scrounge for resources and you're lucky to find what you do against all these mutants and robots. It's it's a really solid game, and it really it's really immersive. And, cool. You know fairly spooky if you're afraid of uh art of evil artificial intelligences and mutants and robots <laughs> i do have a healthy fear of a robot apocalypse <laughs> then this will scare the pants off you uh, i like i like the mechanic though on every floor of the space station you're on there's a like a machine that will heal you if you turn it on okay because the way it is before Shodan, the evil AI, is using it to build more and more uh, cyborgs to mm. kill you. But if you find that and switch it on, then you're allowed to die on that floor and you'll come back. Oh, okay. But if you don't have that on, if you die, it's just game over. Wow. And it adds a lot of tension to the... I gotta find that thing. Yeah. I gotta find that thing. But yeah, it's a classic. It's There's so much more depth in it than Bioshock 2. Bio, like, the Bioshock games are like the for dummies version of the system shock game <laughs> and it's got cyberspace in it which is always cool you that's cool like a 3d wireframe thing oh nice within your first person shooter nice i've been listening to a lot of spooky podcasts just to get in the halloween season oh really 
There's, there's, well, spooky episodes of podcasts. There's, there was a This American Life full of scary stories that they weren't so much like ghosts or monster stories as much as they're just terrifying stories <laughs> of things that happen to real people. Eesh. And um, there was an episode of, uh, oh, I can't remember, that. it's another NPR show where people tell stories. Is it Car Talk? No, <laughs> a real scary episode of Car Talk. I love Car Talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Talked about the Munster Mobile or something? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the, the name. Dracula. Yeah, that's it. Their catchphrase is like storytelling with a beat. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up. Snap Judgment. The show's called Snap Judgment. Snap Judgment. Okay, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> And they, they just normally have people come on and tell stories, but these were all ghosts and monster and evil clown related. Every year they do a spooky story edition, and it was really good. Nice. And also, there was another one, I think it was called the Real Ghost Stories Podcast, which uh, people call in and tell their ghost stories, and your mileage may vary depending on who calls in. <laughs> uh, but but the hosts are, are good and, you know, have a good sense of humor. So it's a pretty good show. That's cool. If you want some ghost stories nice. for the season. <laughs> yeah, a lot of like the shows, like the trash TV shows Steph watches have like a little run programming about this time. Like a... Like a there was like a my real go, my my real ghost story and it's like like there's one of like celebrities telling ghost oh, stories. Oh, celebrity ghost stories is a great show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, my check it out. I guess I kind of went back and uh, in time. I did tonight. No, to that's night. what we that's what we talked about last week. <laughs> Come on. But no, I um was rereading uh, Lovecraft. Oh, right on. Good stuff. Yeah, though uh, I've come to the conclusion I can't read in bed. To get too spooked. No, I get too sleepy. Oh, yeah. I do that, too. It makes me feel like maybe I'm real dumb. Because every time I read, I get tired. <laughs> it's like, am I stupid? No, like, like if I'm like reading downstairs on the couch, I'll be fine. I'll read for hours. But I'm like up in bed. I'm like warm. I'm under my blanket. And I'm sitting there. And, I'm, and I, I fell asleep for an hour in the middle of the Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> wow. And I like the Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> Though, it's been a while since I've read... Uh, any of the Lovecraft stuff, and I forgot how dated it is. I mean, oh, yes, yeah. it was written in the 1920s, mm-hmm. so yes, I I do understand that. But it's like, man, I'm just sitting there, and it's oh, the... that guy is so racist too. Have you well, read some well, of the? No, no more racist than anyone oh, else no. at that time. Oh, oh no. no, he is way more racist than anybody at that time. Uh, I do remember in the story. Rat, the rats in the walls. I love that story. It's a great story. <laughs> like rereading a second time is amazing because then you start noticing. It's like watching something like, like Inception a second time and picking up on the little things. Mm-hmm. But like in the rats in the walls, you eventually start noticing that uh, the way he describes his best friend changes, to being like this is what he physically looks like to, you know, he's a slightly portly fellow to a he's a plump fellow, he's a fat juicy guy and the <laughs> fact that by the end of the story you found out he had eaten him oh wow because he went crazy mm. from this underground ruin or whatever he found underneath his house but he has a cat and i'm not going to repeat the cat oh yeah name. yeah the cat has a, a pretty racially charged name <laughs> yeah uh. yeah it's bad it's bad but yeah hp lovecraft is like a hitler level racist <sighs> There, somebody made a twine game on the internet that is you get there's quotes and you mm-hmm. guess if Hitler said this or Lovecraft oh. and it is impossible. Oh, I mean he's still like his fiction writing is still phenomenal. He's a great writer and wrote some great stories, but man, does he have some uh, messed up ideas about race? <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes I have to wonder like the state of some people who are like really super popular like like horror authors like with Lovecraft and like some of the things he came up with Poe and his horrible alcoholism that actually is not entirely true really yeah he wasn't as like the the popular myth is that he like died in a gutter from alcohol poisoning alcohol po- but that's not true that story was actually written by like one of his enemies oh. spread mm-hmm. this rumor that that's how he died, but it's not true. 
actually, nobody really knows exactly how he died, but one of the ways that could have been possible is they used to, around voting time, groups of thugs would go around and beat people up to get him to vote for... Uh, what, whoever? Yeah, whoever, yeah. and he might have been a victim of that. Really? Gotcha. I forget what that's called. I think it might be called cooping or something. Yeah, oh. yeah, okay. You ever see the movie The Raven? No, but it looked really good. It's awful. Really? Is that, the one, is that the one with John Cusack as yes, like as Poe as Poe Detective Poe kind of? Yeah, it's like Sherlock Poe Pi. It was like um yeah, it was kind of like Sherlock Holmes meets Edgar Allan Poe, and it's not good at all because he's at this point he's he's established, he's an established author, and uh, people like his stories, but he's gone, he's become jaded to his stories. Sherlock Holmes FBI. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a fan starts killing people in the ways of his stories. And at first, the police think it's him. Then he starts helping the police try to catch the guy. At it's- one point, he stands outside of a window holding a boombox, or an old Victrola. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's real confusing. With like an anachronistic-sounding uh, version of that song. Yeah. <laughs> what is that song that plays that he plays? I thought I had it, but I'm like, nope, that's Breakfast Club. Yeah, that's what I thought. I immediately <laughs> thought that song from Breakfast Club. I was thinking it too. But Actually, that's not yeah. what it is. <laughs> In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. Oh. That was it. I don't know how that song goes or I would attempt to sing like an anachronistic sounding <laughs> version of it. I, I'm, I, I'm glad you can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to formulate it in my in my mind at the moment. I can't do it. Nope, nope. It's like when we try to do Doc Brown impersonations. Yeah, it's not going to work. Bad news. <laughs> bad bad news. news. But no, uh, was reading Lovecraft, and so many little short stories. Like they're all real. Like I have the complete works in this really awesome like hardbound book. I like the ones they have at Barnes and Noble. Yeah, nice. it's amazing. I love it. I also have. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy that way. Cool. Nice. I have a, a collection of Lovecraft that has like a Mike Mignola cover. That's oh, cool. nice. Nice. Yeah, I think I, I, I know the one you're talking about. Um, but yeah, it's... I think uh, Samantha spilled coffee on it in, in Kent, so now it's all weird. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> it's ruined. Ruined. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just a lot of them just go real quick. Boom, boom, boom. But there's some great... Oh my God, so many great stories. I mean, yeah, you got like the iconic... like. Call of Cthulhu, which is almost like a mini novel, and but then you got like uh, Rasslin Walls is really good. I think that might be my favorite. Dagon's pretty good. Even oh, though have you seen the movie of Dagon of, of Dagon? Yeah, I, it bad. I liked it. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, like it was made by Sci Fi Channel. Oh no! There's a Stuart Gordon Dagon. Yeah. Oh, I've only seen the, the Sci Fi Channel. Good. One. I like Stuart Gordon though. I like almost all his movies that I've seen. The reanimator, mm-hmm. Friday reanimator. The only uh, one I haven't seen is Pit in the Pendulum. Which I don't know if that's good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Pikmin's model. It's pretty good. About Pikmin. the monster. Yeah. I haven't read that one. Yeah, it's, it's about a monster. It's about this little spaceman. He <laughs> frenzies these little plant creatures on a faraway planet. <laughs> they it may fix or the may spaceship. not be Earth. Yeah. He needs to fix the spaceship. Yeah. There's grub dogs. <laughs> oh man but no I just I really enjoyed it and uh, it's kind of weird when you think about it how he's not you know when he came out he was probably popular enough but now he's like cult classic yeah like there's I mean well, he just wasn't appreciated in his time like a lot of artists yeah, yeah. but like uh, I mean come on you walk into any game store you can find a billion Cthulhu-esque games. Yeah. Well, a lot of that is because it's also public domain. Yeah. True. I mean, if if Cthulhu and the is Shogoths it? and stuff like yeah. that, if they weren't public domain, they probably, they wouldn't be used nearly as, as much. As and, yeah. And by extension, the Lovecraft books in general probably wouldn't be as well, as widely known. True. True. Because I tell you, I, it's really weird. I've, I've, I'll watch like cheesy horror movies. And there'll be, like, a quote from Lovecraft in there somewhere. Yeah, because they can get away with it. Yeah. We need to play Arkham Horror again. We do. I agree. I love that game. It's a good game. But that's all I really did. That nap with this big, heavy book <laughs> in my lap. <laughs> now that I think about it, the reason I probably get sleepy when I read is it's the only time, like, I actually relax. 
Oh, like yeah. the only time I'm not super anxious <laughs> is when I sit down and read and relax. I did also have my heated blanket on. So. Oh, that'll oh, do that, it. That, that, that'll yeah. do it. Uh, we all just played uh, the new Zelda. That, like, yeah, Zelda oh, yeah. we did that. It's not exactly spooky, but no. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of deviating from the spooky theme, but it is something we new. died. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did get brutalized because I thought it would be a good idea to put on one of the challenges that gives you less hearts. Yeah. Well, I didn't know it was going to also add more monsters. <laughs> and it's we did, it's we, pro level to try four zeros. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a neat game. It's really different. Like, I mean, it's very much Zelda, but it's um, with a multiplayer spin on it that. That's, like, which is rare. Rare and different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you think of Zelda, you definitely don't think of playing it with other people, yeah. except for that one game. Four Swords. Yeah. <laughs> but this is. I think it's a bit more focused than Four Swords. Yeah. And... Yeah, because the puzzles are like really all about the teamwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we, we took way <laughs> too long trying to throw each other on top of logs to push buttons. <laughs> and couldn't figure out how to kill the monster on top of it. We just kept throwing ourselves into it. Yeah. And that's where all our, all our lives went. Uh, but it's fun. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed you, it. And you don't all have to buy a copy to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, it helps because then you can get into the metagame of getting the materials to make different costumes that give you different abilities right. in the game. And that, which also adds the replayability. Because every time you get through a dungeon, you get a pick from three treasure chests. And one has a good thing in it, and the other one has kind of a crappier thing. Oh, okay. But, and the costumes are neat. I mean, they're... They give you cool powers. I have a, like a Zora one that's based on a little water monster. Mm-hmm. Let's me swim against currents and gives me like a water attack. Oh, that's cool. Like you, so you can attack in the water, which you normally can't yeah, do. Yeah, right. What um, does the Zelda dress do? It lets you get more hearts. Like you'll get hearts more often when you cut grass or throw okay. rocks. Okay. Which is useful we if you probably could have used that. Yeah, if you got one person on your team with that, yeah, that's always handy. Uh, now, do they stack? Like if everyone, if two people had like the dress, the dress, probably. Okay. Interesting. There's that. There's it's hearts <laughs> everywhere. Making it rain hearts. <laughs> there's that Sentai one outfit that if all three people are wearing it, it does something. It doesn't say what. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think we might have to buy this game. <laughs> <laughs> you really should. It's fun. Yeah. Oh. God, speaking of Sentai, I'm sorry, this is completely off track, but this is something I remember I saw. Uh, All of Ultraman is available online to watch. That's cool. That is cool. Ultraman's a good time. This did the arm thingy. The weird L-shaped arm (laughs) laser. (laughs) I ever show you that toy gun that they made for the Ultraman X or whatever this newest season is? It looks like a a toy plastic gun, you know, with you pull the trigger and it looks like a little light and it makes a sound. But when you pull the trigger, it has like these two parallel arm, like bars, and when you pull the trigger, one of them snaps down and it looks like <laughs> the Ultraman pose. The pose. That's okay. crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Japan loves their weird crap. They do. Remember when they dubbed Ultraman and put it on Fox Saturday morning? <laughs> yeah. That was real weird. Was that, oh, man. Was that Super Cyber Samurai? No, they. It would, literally they just called it Ultraman. Mm-hmm. No, I don't remember that at all. It was when Fox Kids picked up like a whole lot of anime. And also Ultraman. Yeah. No, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. It was around the time of uh, fighting Foodons and uh, oh, God. Flint's a Time Foodons. Detective. Oh, jeez. Now, I do also remember um, uh, Super Cy- Cyber Samurai Squad. Yeah. Cyber Squad. Yeah. Whatever it was called. Yeah. And that was a version of Ultraman. Ultraman, but not. Yeah, I had, I had, I had, a, I had a bunch of the toys from that. Yeah. You know. Uh, um, Tim Curry was the voice of uh-huh. the villain in that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Crazy. But also fitting because mm. Tim Curry should voice most villains. Or just, just anybody. Everyone. Really? Yeah, yeah just everyone. everyone. They should make a show just called Tim and the Currys. Tim and the Currys. <laughs> a Fury of Curies. Just makes nice. just make me think of my brother, my brother and me. Yes. <laughs> Order a cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't talk about pizza. I'm starving. Oh, yeah, that sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Speaking of spooky, all this dead air. Yeah, ooh, the spookiest part is the dead air. <laughs> well, now I have to leave the dead air in. Oh, no, it's all right now. Uh. Um, 
Oh, I got uh, the Dragon Quest game for PlayStation 4, that like kind of Dynasty Warriors-themed one. Did I oh, talk yeah? about that last time? No. I don't think you have. Uh, uh, Dragon, Dragon Quest Heroes? Yeah. Is it that's, any good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. I mean, I think it has. it's a little better than Hyrule Warriors, I think, because so far it seems a little more focused. Mm-hmm. Like the maps are more strategy based, whereas Hyrule Warriors is just kind of like a bunch. Go of, here, go bunch there. Bunch of crap everywhere. And run, you, yeah. run to an area and slash everything, then run to another area and slash yeah. everything. Yeah. And you can uh, pick up monster medals after you kill certain monsters, and then you gain that monster, and then you can drop it down on the map to protect a point. Oh, that's cool. So there's there's more strategy going on, and the production values are higher than Hyrule Warriors. Well, of course. I mean. It's Dragon Quest, and how can you not love Dragon Quest? Yeah. Seriously, I think I enjoy Dragon Quest more than Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll agree. Sure. I think it's it's more timeless. It's. I enjoy the stories better. Yeah. Plus, I have always been a big fan of uh, Kira Toyama's art style. Yeah. But I, I, I blame that growing up on like old Dragon Ball and stuff. And- As well you should. Yeah. <laughs> The Dragon Quest stories almost have like a Beowulfian quality, like it's these these epic stories about just people fighting for good versus evil instead yeah. of this convoluted anti-hero garbage that Final Fantasy really got invested in after 7. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not to throw 7 under the bus because I like Final Fantasy 7, but the stories haven't been the same since then. Yeah. Not really, no. Yeah, I think it was like one of the first ones that they really, really went whole hog on that whole uh, techno future kind of thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Because, I mean, 6 was kind of steampunk, but it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't techno future, future. yeah. It's, Nobody had a gun arm. Yeah, it almost <laughs> seemed like uh, 7, they captured lightning in a bottle with 7, and they've been trying to match that ever since. Yeah, and, and it's not really been working. Yeah. But I love They it. literally tried lightning. In yeah, 13. <laughs> twice because there's thirteen two. Remember, yeah, there's, lightning there's returns. Three thirteen oh, games. Oh god. Ugh. Yeah, lightning does return in the third one, which is titled <laughs> "Lightning Returns." <laughs> Bazap. How did that get three or two sequels? I no, don't know. Nobody liked the first. How one. did ten? How did ten get a sequel? Because ten's pretty good. I don't like ten. I liked it. I actually one of the few ones I've actually finished. I don't like I don't like Meg Ryan as the main hero. Oh yeah, he, well it's okay. He's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert! I, what is it? A fifteen-year-old game? Yeah. Spoiler! <laughs> I love I love nine. Nine, nine is good. Nine is a huge favorite of mine, but also nine kind of gets back to the old. Yeah, nine is kind of a callback one, throwback yeah. one. Uh, God, it's so good. And God, I need to finish the article series I was doing where I play through all of them. Yeah, you should probably do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's hard. There are a lot. Three is hard. Three I've is been, hard. Three that's is where I've been stuck hard. is three, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> There's so many dungeons where you have to cast like negative spell effects on yourself, turn yourself into a toad, shrink yourself. It's garbage. <laughs> <sighs> it's my video game white whale. I can't. <laughs> I can't finish it. <laughs> uh, skip it and move to four. There you go. One of these days. Then I get to one of the MMO ones and be like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Eleven. Hope you like grinding, because that's what you do in that one. <sighs> yeah. It's mean, the same mean... with uh, 14. Oh, 14 really good. Oh, it is? Yeah, I really liked 14. Okay. It's one of those where, like, I wish I could afford to pay the monthly fee on that. Well, it's not that I couldn't afford it. It's just it's not reasonable. Right. <laughs> I, right. I couldn't play it enough to warrant. It'll go free to play soon. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <Yeah. laughs> like every MMO that's not Warcraft. Yeah. Did you see yeah. Star Wars is getting a big update that changes the game, makes it more like a Bioware RPG? Really? Yeah. It's apparently a lot better. Are you talking Which... about, are you talking about their, their, uh, their Fallen Empire expansion or whatever? Yeah. It's okay. going to change all the rest of the game, too. Hmm. Well, um, there's a lot of changes in that coming out. Like, uh, another faction is coming from, like, Wild Space or whatever to basically mess crap up. Yeah. Nice. I, I like that game. That's a good MMO. No, it is a good MMO. I do enjoy it. It, it has a lot more payoff for playing by yourself than the average MMO would. It, the, playing through it doesn't feel quite as a chore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you still got the... 
you know, go kill 15 of these things or whatever. But but you're doing it in a story narrative, and it feels more like, say, going back to kind of playing uh, like Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your, your character feels like they have agency in a story as opposed to just being, you know, whatever class you are, number 1,000 to move through this line. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, when my character is an agent, yeah, <laughs> I love that character. I think I like my Imperial agent way more than I did my bounty hunter. Oh, I love the Sith warrior. Oh, whatever. that's fun too. Yeah, you, that move you get a move where you can just do flips at people from a distance. Nice. It's really cool. Cool. All right. Well, hey, do you want to go ahead and take a break and uh, do some a news when we come break? back? A spooky break. Yeah, don't get scared off. We'll be right back. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. MB Subculture is the one-stop shop for all your geeky needs, from comics and collectibles to unique custom costumes, masks, makeup, and more. MB Subculture is located at 127 South Sandusky Avenue in downtown Bucyrus, 419-562-0404, and online at subcultureoh.com. Until I noticed those rips in my sheets And that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street 
Come on, Jeff, answer! Come on, man. get you hey we're back <laughs> that was that was nightmare on my street by uh, dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince uh, i wonder what ever happened to them <laughs> <laughs> what that fresh prince guy i yeah, don't know who knows god knows yeah i don't know if he does anything anymore <laughs> <laughs> okay all uh, right so we in theory we have some news uh you want to start with the Sega one? Yeah, Sega recently apologized for how terrible their games have been. That's kind of weird. Yeah, no, it's weird to see a video game company actually call themselves out and be like, yeah, our games are terrible. Yeah, apparently it was some guy um, from the Sega Europe uh, marketing. Uh, his name's John Rook. Said the quality suffered due to uh, the difficulty of translating the 2D game into a 3D platformer. That's a weird uh, reason because that's something that everyone else in the world figured out how to do about 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic Adventure was fun. I yeah. liked Sonic Adventure. Granted, that was back when uh, you know Sega was still making their own systems. Yeah, I think yeah. they're talking more about like Sonic 06. Yeah. Uh, which was bad news. Yeah, it was and, super like, bad. Sonic the Werewolf. Oh, yeah. What was that? Sonic Unleashed. Sonic Unleashed. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that and, one. And uh, Sonic the Black Knight. Where he was a knight, or uh, or uh, Shadow when Shadow got Shadow his own the game. Hedgehog, yeah. Sonic a with a gun, and yeah, driving a car. Shoot. Yeah, God, bad, bad. Sonic news. and Sonic Boom's not that great either. It's, it's so glitchy. It's, yeah, would, not that great is giving it too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that, that you know, hey, we're gonna make a new Sonic cartoon. Let's make it Sonic Boom. Why let's, not? Let's give them all. Mo- let's make them all mummies. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, they all got like like hipster scarves and crap. Uh, uh, I heard that the cartoon's not bad, but I refuse to believe it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, Same here. I've only seen bits and pieces of it. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, uh, apparently, it's kind of funny. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't look like it. <laughs> no. I went back actually and was rewatching. Um, was it Sonic Underground? Maybe. Whatever one where he was like a resistance fighter and Robotnik Sonic actually was, was an, an idiot. I yeah. don't know, because there's another one where there's the the kind of Archie comics. With Sonic. Jaleel White? Yeah. As the voice of Sonic and his chitta dogs? Yeah, like that one he's a resistance fighter, but the, was he in a band? No. Then they're it, like they're like like straight up like they have this little hidden like place in the middle of the woods. That, that was just the, another Sonic cartoon. Then yeah. Sonic okay. Underground is like the one where it's like Sonic and his brother and sister, which they oh, made right. up. Oh, yeah, that's like, right. Are in a band and it's weird and awful. Oh yeah. no, no, no! This one I'm talking about like is like Sonic is like outside like Robotnik's like little robot empire or whatever hmm. with a bunch of other resistance fighters. I remember that one being pretty good when I was a kid. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's it's, it's actually not bad. It's a little dated. And the fact that Sonic keeps saying the same catchphrase over and over again, and it really bothers me. I'm relevant, Sonic. I'm relevant. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but got a blast or something. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, it's something stupid like that. Chili dogs. Yeah, not chili dogs. <laughs> but the, the character designs were pretty good. There's like a, a oh, there's a bunny chick with like a cyborg arm. I think her name is literally Bunny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bunny yeah. Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. That's it. But uh, yeah, it's it was really good. What it's, about that one that was on uh, Four Kids TV? The Sonic the fu- X. Yeah, Sonic oh. X. That was garbage. <laughs> yeah, that was another cartoon they based off as a garbage game too. Yeah, 
What game was that based off of? I think it was Sonic X. Was there it? a game called Sonic X? I think it was a, a based off of Adventures 2. Sonic Adventures 2. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because okay. it had Big the Cat, the single greatest Sonic the Hedgehog character <laughs> of all time. The single care. scariest, terrifying Sonic character well, that, that ever. Had, it had Shadow and Rouge the Bat. Rouge the Bat. Oh, yeah. That's that's add sex appeal to Sonic the Hedgehog because that's not, not weird. Not? Yeah. <laughs> what does Sonic need? Boobs. Yeah. That's what it needs. And a really flirtatious thief character. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird bat boobs. Oh, and the furries. And the furries Ooh. were elated. Well, that's probably why they did it. They're like, hey, you know who's really into this? Our thing here is furries. Let's, <laughs> let's play to them a little bit. Hey, let's go. You know what's big on DeviantArt? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, don't. No, we're not going down that rabbit hole. Yeah, that's no, 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 no. That's, that's a dark and scary place. Would, no would you say good. that's no good? <laughs> you beat me to it, Cody. <laughs> So now they're going to come out with Sonic Inflation 06. Oh, oh God. Uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, let's, oh. let's move on because that's... with uh, uh. So Mario Maker, let's switch from Sonic to Mario. Yeah, there we go. Good gaming franchises. <laughs> yeah. Mario Maker is getting an update, which is awesome. That is excellent. You know, I've, I was hoping since it came out that they would gradually add more stuff to it. And it seems like that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting checkpoints, which is something, something it's sorely needed. Yes. Oh, man, yes. No, I mean, you don't want the challenge of running through a death level. <laughs> With no continue point? <laughs> oh, yeah, that that led me just to just quitting a lot of levels because I didn't want to do them all the way over again every time. But, yeah, now you can throw down a flag, and when the character, when Mario hits it, you get to start from there again. Right. It's also adding other stuff. You could, there's... Uh, the chainable uh, power-ups yeah, is something which, I heard, which, which is, is something you complained about. Yeah, I thought it was weird that they didn't work like they do in the games, where if you're small Mario and you hit a block, it's always a mushroom. And if you're big, then it's the power-up. Power up. Yeah. And now you can do that. You can. Oh, that's good. Um, that, they added a harder version of the um, Nat Attack minigame. Oh, really? Yeah, because that minigame from Mario Paint is hidden in there. Right, yeah. You know, sometimes when you're making a level, a fly will show up, like mm-hmm. three flies, and if you swat them all, it starts the minigame. Huh. Well, now if you take a muncher character and shake it a bunch of times, you get a harder version of Nat Attack. Oh, nice. Which, you know, why not? Yeah. Something to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it'll unlock something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the other one, it unlocked Construction Mario as a costume. I'm oh, sure this okay. one will unlock a costume, too. Yeah. Yay, costumes. Which I wonder if they'll add more costumes. Cause... I'm sure they will down the road. Yeah. And that's one of the funnest parts of Mario Maker, I think, is all the neat costumes you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, they're adding, like, event levels, which are levels that are made for a specific event. Like, the ones that they made at Facebook, the Facebook hackathon levels that yeah. they had on YouTube. They're going to be in there. You're going to be able to play those. Yeah, I heard the uh, Japanese versions getting the uh, Game Center CX, the Areno levels that he made yeah. during his his episode which i guess are not very good <laughs> and they're they're adding a special channel for nintendo made levels which is awesome that's cool so we steadily get more nintendo made mario levels yeah that is cool oh good people who aren't evil yeah people <laughs> who know how to make good levels yeah <laughs> but more more mario maker is always good it's good i'm i'm glad they're they're going to slowly trickle out new updates and stuff because they've been doing that a lot with their games lately. Yeah. Well, it, it helps make their games kind of evergreen, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, instead of putting everything out there all the way, all at once and having everything just, everyone just kind of get tired of it. Yeah. Burn through it in quick. a week. Yeah. It kept me playing Splatoon way longer than I probably would have normal. Yeah. Really. Actually, there's a Splatfest coming up this weekend too. Oh yeah. It's ninjas versus pirates. Yeah. Yar. Which yeah, I'd say go pirate. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's new weapons coming too, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if it's this weekend, but I there's like a little know. washing machine you can carry around <laughs> that shoots ink everywhere. Oh, that's awesome. It's probably a variation on that bucket that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> cool. But yeah, Nintendo's been good with the updates of their games. I heard I read somewhere that tomorrow which when this is on air, it'll have already happened. They're going to announce whatever their first mobile game is. Yeah, I heard that too. 
I'd be really interested to hear what it's going to be. Yeah. It's got to be something with Mario. That that would be my guess. Like, it's not going to be Pokemon because they, they have the that. Pokemon company already does that. Yeah. And with Pokemon Go coming out here it's within so the next month or two. It's so that Pokemon falls with under a separate company from Nintendo. Yeah. Yet it is Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. Nintendo just owns a major share in the Pokemon company is, I think, how it works. Yeah. Business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, but no, I'm interested to see what their new game's going to yeah. be. Yeah, it's either going to be Mario or it's going to be something completely unique. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, though, because I think the whole point is to leverage their brand. Yeah, which Mario is the mascot of. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't think it's going to be the first one, but I wouldn't be surprised if at one point they do a um, a WarioWare yeah. game. That would be like perfect. For a the- mini oh, game. Yeah. Kind oh, of yeah. Thing. It's that, it's built for that kind of crap. Yeah. WarioWare is fun. It is. Yeah. It is a good game. They, they need to do another. I guess they did do one not too long ago. That game, game and Wario. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like a traditional WarioWare though. If they did like a more traditional one with the gamepad, it'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do a Nintendo Direct soon too, which is gonna be interesting because Iwata was very much the heart and soul of the Nintendo Direct, and he was, and he's passed away. So it's gonna be weird to see what they do, like. Who's going to be the face of the Nintendo Direct now? Yeah, mm. I bet it's going to be Miyamoto. Yeah, I, I can't see them trucking out this the new guy that they have because he doesn't seem like he's the most photogenic or like. No, you he know. seems more business minded. Yeah. yeah, it's either going to be Miyamoto or who knows? They might truck Reggie out. Yeah, or uh, uh, Tezuka. Yeah. God, the internet would lose his mind if it was freaking Reggie. Oh yeah. I mean, he does show up on most of the American ones, but. Mm-hmm. Because Reggie's something else to do other than make memes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm very, very, yeah. Plus, they're going to announce more Smash Brothers characters in, in, this, in the upcoming ones. More so. Amiibos. Yeah. yeah. And it's not going to be Shovel Knight. They've, Yacht Club has said, it's just not going to happen. Aww. They're not doing Aww. it. They said they, the interest isn't there for... On their end, and oh, on their just, end, I'm about to say huh, they don't really care if he's in Smash Brothers. No, their their Twitter said the interest wasn't really there, and translating the character, they just didn't. Yeah, they didn't want. They just don't feel like it. They I just mean, don't feel like it. I don't blame them. I mean, yeah, if they want to do their own thing, that's yeah. Maybe it'll be Shante. Maybe because I know the interest is there on Way Forward. They've said they want to do it. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, get Snake back in there. That would be awesome, but dude, it's I never going to happen with I, Ken, with, Konoma, with Konami Snake. the way it is. Yeah. Oh God, no! They don't care. They don't. They don't want to put the resources into that. They yeah. don't want to do good games anymore. They just want to do pachinko machines. Yeah. I mean, if we could get like the big boss punished Venom Snake from Metal Gear Five in there, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but it's not going to happen. No. No. <laughs> I just remember playing the other one and like being like Snake and like choking out Mario. Yeah, Snake was one of my favorite characters in that in Brawl. <laughs> yeah, his little stupid little floating robot <laughs> yeah. recover oh, God, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know I don't think we'll ever see Snake in Smash Brothers, or maybe never even again. I don't yeah, know. Who knows? Oh, did you see that they threw uh, um, Kojima a going away party, and then Konami turned right around and said. No, no, Kojima, Kojima still works for us. We don't know what this party was for. Yeah, they're like, he's on vacation. He's on a well-deserved vacation. It's like, uh, oh. what? <laughs> yeah, they said he's still an employee. Yeah. No, I think he's he, not. I think he said that he's not. Yeah, no, he was He was let go, or he quit or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but, but whatever, Konami, whatever that drama was. Konami yeah. says that he's not. So somebody tweeted that Konami said that that Kojima has gone out to buy cigarettes and he'll come back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I've actually heard that 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 comparison as well. That's pretty great. I forget who tweeted it, but I don't want to take credit for that yeah. brilliant joke. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, when's Kojima coming back? Soon, honey. Soon. <laughs> like she gets a far off look in her eye. <laughs> Single tear rolls down. Soon. I can't wait to see what Kojima does when he's not tied to Konami. Like, what's he going to make without them breathing down his neck? Well, it was almost uh, Silent Hills, <laughs> but not so much. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> what is Kojima going to make when he doesn't have to make Metal Gear? Well, when he can't make Metal he Gear. Can't. <laughs> He'll make steel girders. The Sprocket, steel steel sprockets. sprockets. Yes. <laughs> With serpent. Yes. Steel sprocket solid. <laughs> With hard serpent. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> Wow, that sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we know who that quiet doll's for. No, her name is Silent. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different character. It's a different franchise. <laughs> She's silent. Bipedal robot. But Solid deadly. Sprocket. <laughs> Solid Sprocket. Wait, there's too many weird insidey, jo- like deep cut jokes in this episode. Oh yeah, large supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> White serpent. <laughs> you know, instead of liquid snake. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Okay, we got to move on. We got to move on. Dragon's Lair, you remember that? Yeah. You know, it was a, it's a movie that you push buttons during. <laughs> Pretty they, much. They want to make a movie that you don't push buttons during. Um, Don Bluth, you know, animation Gen- legend. Yeah, genius animator. Um, is getting together with his old buddy and make turning the old arcade game that's hard as crap and has been released on mobile and various collections in the past mm-hmm. into a... A finally, what it really meant to be a movie, yeah, with Dirk the Daring, yeah. You know, I'm I'm interested. You know, I never really played Dragon's Lair a whole lot when I it's was so, a kid. It's so hard. I know it's I it's I've a only, game that I would have rage quit as a child, like straight up. I think I've only beat it once. Yeah, but I uh, I'm interested. Oh no, I, I've always loved the art style. Oh I yeah, Don Bluth art is yeah. amazing. Oh man, it's just fun, and uh, you know, it did Dragon's Lair, Dragon's Lair Two. There was a game called. Um, Space. It was basically space ace. space ace. Yes. Yeah. It was a dragon slayer in space, basically. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just excited. They released a Kickstarter video. They're trying to get money because they even said, "Look, animation is very expensive. Oh yeah, we're gonna need this much money if you really want this to happen." Oh yeah, yeah. I, I hope it does well. Oh, I I th- think I think the the nostalgia and the fan want is there. I mean, it, I, I could see it easily happening. Kickstarters haven't been, like, a guarantee like no, they were before no. anymore. Like, yeah. the Them's Fighting Herds, the uh, formerly My Little Pony-inspired fighting game. Yeah. Like, you'd think that would just be gangbusters, like they'd make a million dollars. They actually only went, like, 35% over their goal. Yeah. Well, because more people are um, getting burnt. By bad Kickstarters. Yeah, the people oh, are yeah. more leery with their money now. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like quite the Kickstarter boom where everyone's just throwing money at everything. Mm-hmm. That and I think a lot of the the people that were that were into that were for you know wanted pony one ponies. It was hey, yeah, and they Lauren took the Fowl, ponies out and she came in and did sp- special art just for it. Yeah, I yeah. think this is better than if it was just some dumb pony game. Yeah, like <laughs> this is leaps and bounds better than some. Stupid pony fan crap. <laughs> yeah, the pony the pony fan stuff is like literally as much as I do like My Little Pony. It is a dime a dozen on the internet. Yeah. Well, oh that, my god. That and that whole crowd is just toxic, hot garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you'll have that in any fandom. It's worse with ponies than it is with most fandoms. I stay away from those websites. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but Dragon Quest. Most people Dragon I talk Lair. to. Dragon's Lair. Yeah, Dragon's Lair. Oh, God, yeah. We did talk about Dragon's, yes, Dragon's Quest earlier, but now Dragon's we're Lair. Dragon's Lair. Yes, Dragon's Lair. I mean, I really want it. I think it'd be. I think it's going to be great. You know, you actually get an honest to god story, or that, or just video of Dirk the Daring dying a million times over. That would be <laughs> yeah. fun as well, because half the fun of playing the game is seeing the death animations they drew in. Sure. And then you know the whole Dirk the Daring as a skeleton is sitting there just standing there, and it says "Game Over." <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just excited for more Don Bluth art. It's I been know, so yeah. long since he's done it since he's done anything. Yeah, he's been focusing a lot more on theater here mm-hmm. lately. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I loved all some of his earlier movies. Um, 
Anastasia. Anastasia was really good. Rock and Rule. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. yeah. That's a uh-huh. really good one. Yeah. It's uh, Rock and Roll Mice. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good. Um, Did he do Wizards? No, that's no. Uh, Ralph Bakshi. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was uh, uh, Secrets of Nim. Yep. That's a uh, Don Bluth. All dogs go to heaven. Yep. Oh, man. That one, that one gets me every time. Yeah. Basically, any movie that looks and feels like a Disney movie, but a little bit more a dark, a little darker. Not afraid to do things that Disney wouldn't do. Yeah, Uh, I think Titan A.E. was Titan A.E. was. I liked that movie. That was a good one. When I saw it when I was a kid, I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's good now. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's still pretty good. Like visually, it's it's very impressive. Yeah. Like it was like that early CG, but it doesn't look quite like garbage. Well, because it's being matched up with animation. Yeah. If it were with mixed in with live action, it would have not been good. No, no, no. Also, Planet Bob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Slayer. Put money into it. Do it. Yeah. At Look least up for, that Kickstarter. Do it for me. I want to I want to see it. <laughs> Speaking of movies. Do, the, do, 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 do. <laughs> I know I know a couple of you may be fans of a, an old franchise <laughs> called uh, the Mega Morphing Powered Rangers. Was that what it's called? The tattooed teenage um, uh, alien fighters from outer space. Yeah, something like that. Color coordinated fighting crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's more. There's been a ton of news with this um, um, Power, Power Rangers, Rangers reboot ish movie coming from uh, Legendary Pictures. That we have. Well, we have four of the five main cast uh, with their names and what the movie's actually going to be titled. First off, it's going to be titled Saban's Power Rangers. Because Haim Saban cannot, can't not put his name in everything that he touches. <laughs> you remember that when you're a kid, that the part of the title that had Saban in it that you like so much? Like it's so weird that they would do that. Well, you know they did the same thing with that. Um, uh, what was that? That that game oh, from your from yeah. a while back. Oh uh, yeah, we reviewed it. It was Chroma really Squad. Good. Chroma Squad. Yeah, and they were sued by Saban despite not having anything to do with Power Rangers, so it had to. So it says Saban, you know, Saban's Chroma Squad or something. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. Uh, or yeah. inspired by inspired Saban's. Inspired by. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crap. They don't own Sentai. Like, no. They don't own fighting, color-coordinated fighting teams. No. No, but they're doing what they have to, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we also have the main, four of the five main cast. We have um, Naomi Scott as the Pink Ranger. Um, she was in um, Martian. She was. She was in the Martian. She's playing a character named Priya Patel. So right away we know this isn't a reboot of the original Mighty Morphin. So you that's know, interesting. Like anybody would want. Well, yeah, it's exactly. Not what anybody wants. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Dakre Montgomery as the Red Ranger. He hasn't really done anything. He's Australian, and he's playing a character named Callum Oliver, which is interesting because if you remember the original series. The Green Ranger's name was Tommy Oliver. Do we think that this character has any ties to the original Green Ranger, I Jason David I, Frank? I, I hope it's just a, just a reference. I don't. I think it would be cooler if it actually tied into the the series myth, mythos at all. Mm. You know, if it paid any sort of respect to the old stuff, but it won't. It's it, probably just a reference. See, I would I would like it to tie in. I don't want it to tie into. Jason David Frank. Yeah. <laughs> if, if the last name was like Cranston, tied yeah. into Billy, or, yeah. or you know, Zach... Morris. No. No, not no. Morris. <laughs> Whoa, time out. <laughs> if only it tied into Saved by the Bell. That would be perfect. <laughs> yes. Their high schools are the same. The crossover everyone always wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mighty Morphin Saved by the Bell. You know, Mighty Morphin and Saved by the Bell, a lot of similarities. Yeah. Mr. Belding looks an awful lot like Zordon. <laughs> Whoa. Think about Whoa. it. Think Even about it. Whoa. A lot of the plots of the original show are like straight up just Saved by the Bell stories. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Uh, anyway, we still we we're going on with this. Let's see. We have um, Ludi Lin as the Black Ranger. Let's see. He no, he hasn't really done anything. He's a fairly new, and he's playing a character named Oscar Fernandez, which is interesting because he is an uh, Asian American actor playing a Latino in the movie. So that's interesting. Maybe maybe just his dad's Latino. Maybe maybe, hey, maybe. Yeah, you maybe. never know. Yeah, uh, we have. 
RJ Siler, Siler, C Y L E R. Yeah. Siler or Kyler. Yeah. We're going to say RJ Kyler, I think. RJ Kyler as the Blue Ranger, uh, Brian Olson is his character name, hmm. which is interesting. Uh, we don't have a Yellow Ranger cast yet, but the character's name is uh, Tayana Jones. So. I'm guessing African American yeah. girl, but I don't well, know. could be wrong. Also, same with uh, uh, the Blue Ranger. Blue Ranger is African American, and he's actually um, in an independent film that's out right now called uh, "Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl." I've heard good things. I've heard really good things about it. Hmm. Um, but no, this is interesting that they're going with um, not a direct reboot. Yeah, and uh, I'm interested to see what kind of the preliminary uh, plot synopsis is for this, and whether this movie will spin off the next season of Power Rangers. Mm, yeah. Because here's the thing. I'm kind of familiar with some of the Jap- the yeah. Japanese influences that, you know, they're pulling these newer series from. And the last couple seasons have been very um, Japan-centric. Like, uh, I'm not sure how they would have translated. Um, well, last season was all train-based. They're all train-themed. Yeah. Train culture is not as big in America as it is. No, although it, kids over there. love trains. Kids love trains, but yeah. but most of their the trains in question were like bullet trains. Yeah, and yeah, and it was like uh, their morphine sequence had the the train safety line, and mm-hmm. when they were transforming, an announcer's voice would come over and stay behind the white line, stay behind the white line, and then the monsters would get pushed back would away actually, from the rangers yes. while they transformed. Yeah. I mean, it's a good se- it's oh, a good no. series. Oh no, but it's funny. It's it's funny. really funny. It was a comedy series, and then this season is uh, another ninja season um, series, but it's all based around um, like Japanese culture. Like you have uh, the kawaii culture, mm-hmm. and you have like the traditional like paper lanterns and stuff like that. And I don't know how it's going to trans. Well, samurai was kind of that way. Samurai was kind of that way, but <laughs> kind of. But this one is like very very, very hard, traditional. very traditional. Yeah. So I don't know how they're they're going to trans, you know, do a, a TV series based on either one of these seasons, uh, once Dino Charge wraps up. So I'm curious to see if these characters will be then cr- turned into the first American produced, like our own thing, our yeah. own season of Power Rangers, completely divorced from the Japanese I footage. Think, I feel like TV networks will be more willing to throw more money behind it if there's a successful movie to back it up. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to see if it's successful. <laughs> Which I feel like this movie is going to be the Michael Bay movie version of Power um, Rangers. Power Rangers. It's going to be Transformers movie, but oh Power yeah, Rangers. it's going to be uh, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be. I don't know. I hope it's good. I'm not expecting it to be good. I'm just. Eh. It's not going to be the silly fun movie it should be. Right. They're going to make it super serious. Well, I mean, like a lot of what um, Legendary Pictures does with their yeah. properties. They even the, even their serious. non-horror stuff is pretty gritty. Uh-huh. Oh, well, only time will tell, I guess. And we've got two mm. solid years. Yeah, we'll we have pretty anything. much two years. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that about wraps it up like a, like a mummy, like a scary mummy. Like a spooky mummy. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah you've been listening to nerd overload thank you for tuning in you can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. or if you're feeling brave enough you can find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerd overload website or you can tweet us all your spooky halloween related thoughts or just anything really at nerd underscore overload yeah on the twitters that's right uh, you can pop us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com. Yeah, and Ooh. excellent. And actually, one more, one last thing here. Uh, we're actually streaming uh, online now at wzmofm.com at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Saturdays. So you can actually listen to us and listen to the station that we claim that we are on. <laughs> We're, it's real, you guys. Yeah. We're really on a radio station, and it really has online streaming now. So go check us out there. Yeah. Why you not? Can, you can be outside our listening area. And still hear the show while it's on air. Yeah, crazy, right? Mind-blowing. Anyways, thank you for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Happy Halloween! Boo! Peace out. This show was sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. He did the mash. He did the monster man. The monster man.
was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It got on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. From my laboratory in the castle.